So guys, I need to share this incredible new company I've partnered with called Blue Blocks. I personally use my Blue Blocks glasses every day while working from home, and I'm literally obsessed with them. First off, as a celebrity stylist and fashionista, I really feel that these glasses could be picked off of a shelf without even knowing all the health benefits that it actually like has, because they're that chic. And then the actual health benefits of these glasses include state-of-the-art technology, which helps block out both blue and green light, which has been scientifically proven to help with better sleep, recovery, and your optimal wellness. And for me, hello, any extra ways to help me sleep while being so pregnant, this mama needs it. I also want to recommend their Remedy Sleep Mask. You guys know I love wearing a mask at night, and I love this mask because literally it helps me fall asleep faster sometimes than Amelia Ray falls asleep. You guys should totally check out their kids selection on their website too. For my mamas, you will be so amazed by how many great frames they have and how the actual styles help your kids reduce strain on their eyes from their tablets and mobile devices, which is so important nowadays. Make sure to go to the Blue Blocks website, which is B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com. That's spelled B-L-U-B-L-O-X. So one more time, loves, it's B-L-U-B-L-O-X. Dot com and use the code Allie Levine 15 A-L-I-L-E-V-I-N-E-15, all caps, to get 15% off your order. If you have any questions, seriously, just message me on my Instagram account. You guys know I always answer. Message me at Allie Levine Design. Ask me questions about your orders, the frames, why I love blue blocks, style choices, anything. And if you guys check out my stories too, you'll see I'm always wearing and rocking them. Like I'm literally obsessed. And I promise you, you're going to be obsessed too. And personally, I never knew I looked so good in glasses. So check out Blue Blocks and let me know what you guys think. Welcome back to Strip Down. So excited to have this amazing boss babe, mama, investor. I mean, she has so many titles. I absolutely adore everything that she has been doing in the mom life as well as just as a woman. I've been following her for quite some time and connected with her more so as I became a mama, and especially now being pregnant with my second baby girl. I just really love everything she's sharing. I love that she's super honest and real and just like so relatable because I personally need that as a mother. This is Jessica Hall. Welcome to my show. Thanks for having me. I love that intro. I mean, I want to meet that person. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're kidding me? You have so many titles. Like, I didn't want to just like go on and on. But I mean, you know, Jessica, like, you know, you live in LA, you know, you have your husband, obviously, Kyle, you know, Kyle is your husband. You have two amazing children who, by the way, are adorable, Sophie and Jake. You're a talented TV and radio personality. Like I said, I just love following your community because everything that you share and, you know, how real you really are about everything, especially motherhood, which I personally think is so necessary in, you know, today's world. You are like your own self-made entrepreneur. You're launching a podcast, um, like basically like this week, I believe, with uh, Kevin Connolly's podcast network with Action Park Media Group. I mean, like, hello, yes, mom, boss, babe, (laughs) you know, I mean, like, so many titles, you know, I just, I just love it. You know, you have an amazing blog as well, like Sleepless Mom. I love that you always are sharing like your parents' stories and also must have products. And, you know, like you just, I think you do a great job of bringing your lifestyle and your own brand into the space, but still keeping things super raw and relatable and making moms feel like you know, they're doing a good job, even if it is a mess. You know, it's, it's true. I am the second oldest of 10 kids. So I feel like, I I mean, my mom did get remarried and she's been with my stepdad for 25 years. So, you know, she had me and my brother and my sister with my dad and then married my stepdad and they just kept, they, they just kept having babies. So I feel like I have been around my entire teens, changing diapers, babysitting, um, just, I, I love kids. And so when I decided to have my own, I was like, okay, I'm not having kids in my twenties. Even though I got married at 24, I would, I told my husband, I go, I, I, I want to build, I want to do this in my thirties. That's when I'll have kids. Cause I felt like I was around kids so much. Um, but I, I, you know, my mom was just, she was always just so real about the fact of parenting. And I think just being around kids for so long that, you know, there is no such thing as a perfect parent, by the way, not a perfect kid either. And it was just something that kind of, um, I grew up with, like just knowing like, you know, through hard times and through good times and, 
a real, the reality of it. Um, and so when I had my babies, I, everyone kept telling me, you're so relaxed. You're so this. And I'm like, cause I feel like I've had babies every, <laughs> literally every year and a half. I think my mom had babies, wow. <laughs> um, but she, wow. you know, she's such a good mom and she just kind of was, you know, she was like, this is it. This is what it is. And I just, I took a lot from her. So when I became a parent, I, I don't want to say I wasn't serious about it, but I knew that, okay, listen, I know I'm going to screw up. I know I'm going to do this. And when I first had my first baby, social media, obviously is huge. And I was watching all these parents. I go, wow, I'm failing. Like I'm not doing this right. And everything I was reading and, you know, I wasn't giving my, I wasn't making my own baby food. I, you know, I was struggling with breastfeeding at the eight month mark and people are like, don't quit. Like I was like, oh my gosh, it's not that I'm quitting. I don't have, like, it was just. I think I kind of got beat up the first year when I had my daughter, Sophia, I didn't know exactly, I didn't know exactly what I was like supposed to do, do society telling me. Then one day I just woke up and was like, screw it. I started the sleepless mom blog. I started talking about my screw ups. Um, I just started talking about like the reality of it. And I just think that's when my following kind of grew even more because people are like, I think kind of grateful for that because I don't sit here and do crafts all day. I don't garden my food and then you know, make it homemade baby food or whatever. <laughs> and you know, we're not the perfect you. Pinterest mom. Yeah, I feel no, you. I don't even have yeah. Pinterest. <laughs> you know, and I love when people are telling me like, you know, teach your kid life lessons, teach her how to cook. Well, you know what? I need to learn how to cook first. <laughs> like, oh my God. Amen. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> me. I'm terrible. I know I get such anxiety in the kitchen and like, I'm, I'm so bad. And I, I try, but like, it is so not like my sweet spot by any means. Mine, mine either. And my mom was a stay home mom. She cooked like great. She did all that. Uh, she didn't, you know, have to work. Well, she couldn't work. She had so many kids. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> for me, watch that. I was like, okay, she could have more babies if, you know, age and God would allow her. But she was content with that. For me, I wanted, I definitely wanted kids, um, but I wanted more. I wanted uh, success. I wanted to work. I wanted, uh, to make my own money. And so that was something I really focused in my twenties before having, I had my daughter at 32 and my son at 34. Um, but yeah, I, it was just something that I knew I wanted to do for myself and to show my daughter, like, you know what, you can have it all. I love that. And I mean, and it's, and it's, and it's true. And it's like, you know, you're, you know, an owner, uh, you know, of like, a, you know, your BB lifestyle, you know, your organic CBD skincare line, and then, you know, also an investor in Sugar Taco, which is a plant-based restaurant, you know, on Mowers Avenue for those that live in, you know, LA. And, and all women owned. Yes. And all women owned, which is amazing. And I know you're working on also launching like cocktails line. And I mean, there's just so many things that you're, you have so many projects. There's so many things you're working on when you say you want to show your daughter and like also for yourself to have success and have it all, how do you feel like you were able to actually, you know, genuinely, you know, I hate the word balance, but manage things to be able to do these things because you are doing so many projects and being a hands-on mom and everything you're doing and having little ones at home. I, I would love to hear, you know, like what, how you feel you're able to navigate that and like what tips, you know, you might want to share. You know, it is, it's a struggle. I'm not going to lie. There are times where I am up till 1am because I decided, you know, to not work or spend that time with my kids um, at nighttime. And I, it's just, I don't sleep. I'm, I'm not going to tell you like, this is easy whatsoever, but I know that right now is the time that I need to uh, ride what's going on in my life. Uh, just like ride the wave. And I, I don't want to miss out on the opportunity and things have been I've been working in this industry since I was 19 and I've literally worked my butt off. And I feel like I could have gone a lot further in my twenties, but I had that, those, uh, what are they called? Morals and values. So <laughs> there's so many times I was like, no, that's, I'm not doing that or I'm not doing this or, you know, um, I, I just, I knew I wanted to be successful. I knew I wanted to not be on TV so much or, uh, go that route. I wanted to do more business. So after reality TV ended for me, um, I started building up the influencing social media and uh, just keeping good relationships. Like it's so important to maintain relationships. It's easy to make friends, but to have these long-term relationships with people, I think is key. Um, BB Lifestyle came to me because I formed a relationship with Bill, who is 
the owner of a brand uh, for 22 years before BB came about. So he took his formula that he had with a uh, company before that did really well, but wanted to incorporate the CBD, do all the um, a, a twist on the formula and just make the skincare line even better than it was before. You know, I did a lot of um, sweat, sweat equity, I guess you would call it for like nothing at this point. And I'll never forget sitting with Bill and then the main investor of BB Lifestyle and they sat me down and they just, they noticed my work ethic. They noticed what I could do. And I keep in mind, I didn't know any of this would actually happen. I was just kind of doing favors for a friend, but also like giving my insight, going to a few of the business meetings and saying, mm, I don't think that's where, and I didn't think my insight mattered as much. I'm in a room with a bunch of men and, <laughs> and they did take a notice and I had no idea. So six months later, after like helping doing this and that. And even I remember having a conversation with my husband, I go, why am I doing all this? Like, this is not even my company. You know, I, I, I support my friend Bill so much and I, I love his line. I love the product. I like getting the word out, but what? And I, I mean, I kid you not, like a week later, they sat me down and, you know, they had papers and we, we had, the lawyer was with him. I was like, what's going on? And from all the hard work, and I, I'm continuing a lot of hard work with it, but I was, I got, you know, a good amount of points in the company and which made me part owner. And I literally just bawled my eyes out. So I could not believe like, oh my gosh, hard work paid off. And the fact I didn't expect anything, I think made it even better because I was so caught off guard. Like I just cried. I was like, oh gosh, pull it together, pull it together. But I was like, you recognize it. And you're not looking at me like a young girl that doesn't know about, no, they listened to me. They heard me, um, not knowing again, I was going to get part of a company, you know, and from there on, I wanted to work even harder. I'm like, wow, I own part of this company. Let's do this. And I am a pretty much stay home mom. My kids go to preschool Monday and Monday and Wednesdays. And that's when I pretty much plan all my meetings. You know, I get things done during their school days. Um, and then I'm home. So when I say I don't sleep at night, I don't because I'm up at night, like just finishing everything else that I need to do. Um, I make sure my phone calls are set up. Like it's about prioritizing your time, which doesn't always work. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I can be on a phone call and my kids screaming their, you know, brains out and yeah, you know, the person I'm dealing with doesn't have kids. And they're like, can you shut them up? <laughs> yeah, no, I can't, you know, throwing candy at them to be quiet. Right. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, I mean, that's how BB lifestyle kind of came in. And, uh, my tip on that is just maintain these relationships. Like just be good to one another. Um, don't always think you're going to get something out of it, you know, because like me, I was completely shocked when I got a percentage of this company. I had no idea, but I did, you know, I had a breaking point for a second there, but then I was like, so shocked and taken back and just, you know, they, they, they kind of put me as a woman in like the business part of the world. And now I absolutely love it. I got a taste of it. And I was like, let's keep going. This is amazing. And then my friend Jade Nicole came up to me who wanted to start Sugar Taco, but she's like, I can't do this on my own. I mean, to open up a restaurant takes a lot of, you know, oh yeah, power, money, um, you name it. So she went to, you know, a few of her friends that have done really well in business or influencing or modeling. Who, I mean, I mean, their list goes on and on about the 12 investors, but she was a, and she was very picky on who she asked because we are technically the faces of Sugar Taco. So, uh, that was, um, you know, there was a points and, you know, they sold them at a certain, you know, rate and I believe in Jade, like no other. And what that girl has created, the restaurant hasn't been open a year and we are opening up two more locations this year. That is so One in Sherman cool. Oaks. I know I can't yeah. wait to come to your next event. Yes. I'm totally going to have you. We have women empowerment lunches there and I take care of everything. I just want to connect women. Um, I try to get different girls there, uh, quite a bit. You know, we have really good gift bags. I give you guys lots of liquor, lots of good food. Um, I just want women to kind of connect with one another. I want to see, I want to make these connections that maybe you wouldn't have because of, I don't know, sometimes just being behind social media. I bring these people that we have not technically met, like, wow, they exist. They're in person. Let's talk, see what you guys can do to work together. And I think women supporting women is key. I, you know, it's, I know a lot of people like, you know, don't want to share this or that, but I don't, I don't think that's the way to go. And I think when I said that in my twenties about morals and values, no, there was, I always wanted to do this. I always connected. I, I lost jobs sometimes because I was like, Oh, I shouldn't have done that. (laughs) But my point is, I think it all is, you know, comes around in full circle and I'm sitting where I definitely want to be today. 
you know, being more of a businesswoman other than, you know, doing the TV and the stuff that I did before. Um, so yeah, it, it, I would just say, um, keep those relationships, maintain them, be kind to one another. I know it sounds so cliche, but it's so true. People remember things and they will take it in consideration. Believe me and uplift each other. Do, do each other's projects, uh, do each other's radio shows, you know, promote on Instagram. Like nothing's going to take away from you. It's just you putting it out there and putting out in the universe of like goodwill and, you know, supporting and it, it will come back in full circle. It really will. And I love that you say that. I think that's such great points because I think a lot of times, especially in LA and just also, especially just as women, so many women are afraid to help other women shine and they're afraid to maybe give them some space on their platform. And they're afraid that they're going to be taken advantage of and all these things. And it's like, yeah, of course things can happen, but I agree with you. Like the better overall picture and the bigger picture is the support and the sharing and that kindness and everything. Cause that really does go such a long way. And like, I have to say, like, even, you know, like, like just for the example with yourself, like, you know, I reached out to you on a whim, like in hopes you'd come on my show because I know everything you've done. You're very successful and, you know, busy woman and mother. And I truly respect that, but I really wanted to have you on. And I had been following your journey for quite some time. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to ask her. And like the way that you, you know, responded and how genuine you were like, oh yes, of course, I'll support your show and I'll come on and share, you know, myself, you know, and everything I'm doing as a mother and my businesses. Like it was just so refreshing because there's so many times where, you know, of course, especially in LA, you know, you reach out and you get rejected and that's life. And especially in our entertainment industry, like even me working my ass off and everything I've gone through, I've had so many rejections, but I just think it's so nice that you really are about that women empowerment. And not only are you about it, but you actually like practice what you preach. Yes. Thank you. And I love that you say that because I do see a lot like women support women. I'm like, okay, do it then do it. You know, it, it doesn't take, it doesn't take that much to do it. And I think that we all have our platforms. You guys, it's not going to take away from anyone. It's just going to, you know, keep spread like you and I doing this right now. Maybe we're, you know, people are listening and like, maybe they had like hesitation to do this or that. And now they're feeling more confident and better because like you said, we got to support one another. Um, all women shine in their own way. No one's you. So keep going, right. keep spreading the love. Yeah. And I just love that. I think that's such a great tip. And I also love that you said like with business and everything too, like the relationships, because I was brought up that way. And, you know, my father is a very successful businessman and, you know, built his company from the ground up and people always say, oh my gosh, like, you know, like, what did you learn from your dad and how, what did he teach you? And I'm like, well, there's so much when it comes to business, but one of the main things that he always taught me and always, even to this day says to me, you know, with me being almost 35 years old is like, Ali, maintain your relationships. Make sure you always check back in with old contacts, you know, yes, build up your new contacts, but stay in touch with your old ones and, you know, really continue to grow those and, you know, see where they can go because you never know where they're evolved. And it's like perfect example of the things you've experienced. Oh, for sure. I mean, who would have thought that I would be in contact with um, a friend, Bill, that I met, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago. I never would have thought in a million years, cut to 12 years, that I'd be part owner of a very successful um, skincare line. Like never would I have ever thought that. And that was not given to me. It was definitely, um, I showed that what I could do and they took notice. And sometimes that doesn't happen. And the fact that it did, it it kind of inspired me to go further. I was like, wow, if I could do this with this, like, I'm not going to stop. And yeah. then Kate, who I've known since 2006. Wow. Um, she's the one that started Sugar Taco. She's been one of my long-term friends forever. And she is such a smart businesswoman. And obviously, like I said, I believe in her. So I invested in that. And then, you know, I, I just, I keep on going. I'm, you know, starting the cocktail line. Uh, it's a little bit on hold right now, as the <laughs> is, but, um, that's okay. You know, we're just, 
yeah, I just, I want to keep going, but I, my main thing is to be with my kids as much as possible. And I think I'm finding somewhat a good balance with that. Uh, like I said, though, I don't sleep. So don't even think like, <laughs> don't even think like, oh my gosh, she has it all. No, I don't have it down at all. Like there are times where I literally just want to cry. I look at my husband. I'm like, oh, how was it like to go to work today? And he's like, oh, traffic was like two hours in the car. I said, I would kill to be in my car for two hours alone. <laughs> <laughs> he's like oh my gosh okay okay like you know because yeah. I am all day with my kids you know when it's not Monday or Wednesday those four hours that I get to myself to plan all these meetings to take these phone calls to visit my restaurant to go make sure I have these luncheons that I do once a month for women empowering um to do um all my phone calls for VV lifestyle and it's it there's a lot and and it's, it's exhausting. Like I, I don't want to put stuff on social media sometimes because I come home I, or I pick my kids up from school, which I always manage to do. Um, and the moms are like, Oh my gosh, weren't you just in blah, blah, blah. And I go, yeah, why? I don't know how you do it. I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. Gosh, that would be so hard. I'm like, I didn't ask. I didn't ask because sometimes like, I feel like, you know, I, I'm a big fan of obviously, like I said, just you know, especially women that work or have to work or, you know, whether you stay home or work, whatever, do whatever works for you. But, um, don't kind of make a mom feel bad for working. I, I, I don't like that. Yes. No. Amen. Thank you so much for saying that because it's like, I say this all the time. People like, you know, I work from home and I work my ass off, you know, with having my toddler Amelia Ray and obviously being pregnant. And, you know, I just fit it in as I can, because same thing, I want to be a working stay at home mom. I want to be there for her. I want to be a part of as much as I can be. And so I just find those times, you know, before she's awake in the morning and when she's taking a nap and then, you know, sometimes to answer a quick email while we're playing a game and, you know, and then the rest of it is being present to her. And it really is hard. And there's so many times where, you know, moms will judge, unfortunately, and shame and be like, oh, but you're not really a stay-at-home mom because you're working all the time. Or, oh, you know, you're working, but you're really not full-time working because you're, you know, being a mom. And it's like, who decided what the definition was of all these things? Like, we're all doing our best. We're all moms. We're all just making it work. And we want our children to be the center of our lives. It's as simple as that. And yeah, the mom shaming, we already have mom guilt. So why make it harder? And, right. I, and sometimes I felt like in the beginning, you know, my kids started preschool, you know, again, they go Monday and Wednesdays, they, you know, go three, sometimes four hours a day. Um, and it, it, I don't, sometimes I, I go there, I go and, and I feel, I feel kind of the mom's like, Oh God, they're probably going to all listen to this. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like shamed because it's yeah. like, Oh, you know, or if my husband picks him up or something like that, Oh, we saw Kyle yesterday. Where were you? And I'm like, um, I'm sorry. Can their dad pick them up from school one day? Like, right. What? And it's in, it's, I work so hard at being a mom. I work so hard at being a good business partner, at being a good wife, a daughter, a friend. You know, I'm not asking anyone's opinion or how they feel about me or anything. If I'm not directly affecting you, mind your own business. Yep. Amen. And so if, everyone, if everyone just did that, like they've got a lot happier, you know, I, um, or like if they, you know, don't get, they don't ask me to like volunteer or this or that. Oh, you work. Don't do that. Let me, let me say that. Let me decide that. Right. Sorry. Now I'm venting. Now I'm like, <laughs> no, but you're, but you're right. And it's, and it, I think it's really awesome that you share that and be so honest and real, because I think that, especially because you are, you know, so successful and who you are and, you know, your, you know, career and your path and everything, people look at you and are just like, oh, well, you know, like she just has it easy and, oh, you know, like, you know, she, she's doing all these things and, you know, so she should be able to be here for this and she should be here for that. But it's like the, you know, the realness of it is, is that you're still always grinding. You're constantly working towards what you want. Like you said, in your career and with your own successes, you know, you make 99%, I'm sure of everything, but there's going to be certain things, you know, you're not able to be at because you are, you know, focusing on your career. And there's some things I'm sure with your career that you have to, you know, say, sorry, I can't be there because you have to be there oh, for yeah. your kids. And it's like, but that's just like real life. And it's like, why are we, I agree with you. It's like, we already already have the guilt. Like we mom guilt is a real thing. And then oh, it's yeah. like, 
you add in the shaming and it's like, but why are we shaming? Like, and I really believe so much because I, you know, I feel that shaming, especially on social media all the time too. And I feel like so much of that is like other moms insecurities. And my response to moms that have like messaged me and trolled me have been like, listen, if there's something I'm doing personally that you feel like is triggering you or making you feel uncomfortable, like, please go ahead and hit the unfollow button because like, why like, I don't need you following me if that's how you feel about me. And two, like, I also don't need to be making you feel that way. Like, like you should not feel like you should have to shame something I'm doing to make yourself like feel better. Like, 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 like that's the complete opposite of what we just talked about with women's empowerment and mom supporting mom. It's like, why are we tearing each other down? Why aren't we lifting each other up? I totally agree. And I am beyond grateful for the mom tribe that I do have. And I could not do this without them. And the other ones you just have to literally brush off because people sometimes think they don't get to know you. They they follow you on social media. So they think, okay, they see you're at this or that. And P.S., you think I post everything like at that moment? Oh, so, I know, like, right? I, I know. So many times you like yeah. save it on your phone, you're like six hours later. I know. Not even six hours, like two days. Yeah. Like, I, don't, <laughs> I don't. So when I do certain things, yes, you know, I, I'm keeping my content up because I want, you know, the people that follow me, I want them to be able to, you know, see myself or see whatever, or maybe I forget to post this or that, but whatever, my prerogative, right? But no, you go and like, they're like, oh, you're so busy. Oh my gosh, how do you do it? Or, or but they don't say it in a positive way. It's like a weird kind of yeah, like no, backhanded. And I go, shaking. Uh, I know. Yeah. And it's in half the time, I don't want to post my kids. If they're with me on an iPad while I'm in a meeting, I'm not going to sit there and have to like, feel like I have to post them. Like, look guys, they're with me. Cause they don't know me. They don't know what I'm doing. And yes, half the time they are. And yes, I give my kids iPads. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and yes, I'm a normal mom. Yeah. No, yes, I, I'm not perfect by any means, but my right. kids sure think so. Right. But it's true. Yeah. I think it's so important to share that and be real about that because so many moms do feel that disconnect and they do feel shamed or they do feel so insecure in what they're doing and they feel like they're failing and it's like no you're not failing like as long as your children are you know or your child is like healthy and you know and eating and sleeping and doing all the things they're supposed to be doing and they're happy like that's all that matters it's like everything else is just you know extra shit 100 percent if yes you make me really happy right now. It's like the first human contact conversation I've had in 11 days. <laughs> oh, I know. Well, yeah, I know. Like keeping it real. We're going through this during this whole coronavirus. Yeah. Thing. I told you, I was like, my podcast has honestly been a huge part of my sanity of even, even though I'm social distancing, still getting to connect with all different, you know, amazing women and moms and all these things and share their stories. Because like, we're all feeling it like right now, like you and I were saying offline before we started recording, like we both are like losing our minds being at home and feel like, you know, like, oh, I could scream. I could cry. I will scream. I will cry. And it's like trying to manage that. And then also like the mom guilt of like, let me try to be present and enjoy my children. But at the same time, I'm losing my mind. It's really hard right now. Oh yeah. And if anyone says it's not, that's no. <laughs> like, oh yeah. No. Yeah. The people that are like, I know they're like, oh, you know, just, you know, just look at the silver linings. And it's like, listen, I agree with that. Like I have been definitely working really hard on, you know, heavily meditating more than I normally do. And journaling and being present and, you know, saying to myself, you know, what are the silver linings right now for me that are going on? You know, I'm pregnant again and I'm getting support from my husband because he's working from home and that would have never happened. And I'm getting that bonding time with just the three of us before the next baby girl arrives. Like those are all amazing things and we wouldn't have had that. And so I am grateful for that. But at the same time, I'm still allowed to be like feeling out of my mind. Of course you, know, you are. My head yes. the wall, screaming in my car the other day. You know, I mean, it's like, it's a hard time for all of us. It's a really hard time to be a mom and be a parent right now. It really, really is. And I feel for so many of those that have, you know, I mean, I have young kids, so I don't have to do the homeschool. Um, I have friends that are struggling so bad because they're like, oh, um, sure. why is my kid smarter than me? <laughs> like, <laughs> I am so glad because I don't have like a curriculum. I, like I do what I can like throughout the day, learning crafts here and there. But again, my kids are two and four. You know, Jake is two and barely says like more than 10 words. So, <laughs> you know, we're constantly, you know, doing walks and outside. We have a place set outside. Very grateful for that. But um, my husband has a job where he's still 
technically has to go. So it's been a lot of just me and the kids. And yeah, I mean, I have not had, this is the most time I've had alone on the phone with you in so long. (laughs) And it's just definitely appreciated. And I love what you represent. I love that you're putting this out there. Um, I hope everyone that listens, by the way, if you're one of my preschool moms, I love most of you. (laughs) (laughs) I love love them all. I love them all. But sometimes, yes, definitely the, the guilt comes because I feel, and you know what, maybe they're not even doing that on purpose. Maybe it's just me taking it that way. I don't know. Well, we're all sensitive because we're all moms and we all feel things. And yes. I think that's like, you know, the, one of the biggest parts of this is like, you know, just being real about that and being real about your emotions and yeah. how you feel and what, you know, might, might trigger you or might upset you. And I think it's just being more aware and intentional. Like even for me, I'm not going to lie. Like there's times where I'll go to judge a mom and then I'll look at myself and I'll be like, Allie, like you don't like you know, people judge you. So like reel it in and like, don't judge her and like, maybe don't agree with what they're doing, but like, don't judge them. And I think that's the difference. 100%, yeah. The disconnect is like, you may not agree and that's fine. We're all different moms to our children and we're the perfect mom for our children. But at the mm-hmm. same time, you don't have to like judge every single thing that mom is doing because we're all in survival mode, no matter what, whether you're going through this craziness with Corona or not, motherhood is survival mode all the time. And you're trying to thrive and survive and we are all doing the best we can. Yeah. Perfect. What you said too. I, when someone says something to me, which is not often, but if they try to put down like another mom or their mom skills or what they do as a parent, I shut that off so fast. And I look at them like you do. uh, Oh no, that is one thing. Like people know that about me. Like they don't, they can talk whoever they want to whomever they want, but not me. Like I won't allow that or I just, I just won't because you don't know their story. And it's so, and you know, I know it is so hard um, sometimes being a mom and having that mom guilt and the shame and all you name it. So there is that one, th- you don't know their story. Right. Exactly. You don't know. Their like story. people you think I have a nanny all the time. People I on Instagram sometimes like, Oh, it must be nice to have a nanny and this and that. And I go, are you kidding me? Like you have no idea. Like I do all of this. It just looks like I'm so busy that how am I able to do it? Well, guess what? Like I said, I don't sleep. I lose my shit. I'm not going to lie, <laughs> but I get it done somehow. I do have, you know, a very supportive husband. Um, you know, uh, it's just, you just, you make do, you do it. And it, it, I wouldn't be doing anything I didn't want to do. And this is exactly what I'm doing now is I've never at 36 years old, never felt so content in my life. Like this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. I mean, yeah, my twenties, you know, I did some stuff probably that I probably shouldn't have, but uh, you know, I never fully <laughs> We've all been there, it. especially being in Hollywood. I get it. Like I've, you know, been in the entertainment industry like you, like we, we we've all been there. Yeah. And it's, but there's a finally where I, you know, it was hard. Like it wasn't like it was today. The women empowerment, the supporting women wasn't like it was. So, you know, I mean, there's moments where I remember going to castings and the way that the men would like talk to, like that would not fly today or telling me my physique wasn't right. Get out. Like I have, I had a lot of, you know, I mean, it it was, it was a lot of hardships and a lot of, I'm just glad that I didn't let it really affect me. I, I remember, I'll never forget when I lost um, a job because they said I was, you know, basically fat, but like, oh, like, I'm not going to, no, I'm not even kidding. And I remember being so upset. My husband came home uh, again. I was married at 24. He comes home and I'm eating a cupcake. That's how much it didn't bother me <laughs> <laughs> because I know I'm not, I, I, I know I'm not. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. But there was so much now. I just think now is the time to do everything that I feel like like I'm doing, being the businesswoman, being a mom, being, you know, entrepreneur, doing my podcast. Like, I feel like I can say what I want. I can do what I want. I feel like I can stand next to these guys in these meetings and I can hold my own. I definitely did not feel that way in my twenties, you know, especially even early thirties. So I feel right now at this moment, I'm like, oh my gosh, like for the first time in my life, like I'm comfortable in my own body. I, you know, I'm comfortable with what I'm doing business-wise. I'm comfortable being a mom and it feels good and not to allow any of those outsiders in, which maybe they're even there. I don't even notice because I, I've had so much focus on my, my family and my business and like, it doesn't even matter at this point. But that's amazing. And I think that's a great tip that I was going to kind of ask you, like, you know, kind of going, you know, from that, like, how do you think you kind of keep 
the noise out? How do you kind of stay focused? Because I agree with you, like, you know, with my twenties and everything and different things I went through with, you know, styling and being in the public eye and, you know, being on TV and this and that, like you definitely do deal with so many different types of criticisms and people and all kinds of rejections and things that shouldn't be said to you and all kinds of stuff. And so I can relate to that. And, you know, it's like, I think that it's amazing that now, like you're saying it, you know, you like the age you're at now and where you are in your life and everything you're doing and being a mom and entrepreneur, like you really are feeling good in your own skin and you feel good in your body and in who you are and what you're doing. Like, that's amazing. But like, obviously it took time for you to get there. How do you, you know, navigate the noise that might still be there or the things that might come in that allow you to keep your own safe space? Um, I have to say, like I, I said a bunch of, or a few of my hardships in my twenties. Um, but I'm grateful that social media wasn't around then. Um, now that it is, and it gives a platform to everyone to say their opinion and stuff like that. Um, I have to say, I mean, I don't have that big of a following on social media. I, I have, I don't know. I have, I have a lot though. And everyone on there, I mean, yeah, I get a few here and there, but nothing really, I, I can't believe the amount of support and how nice I have like 88% women that follow me by the way. So, <laughs> uh, they're all amazing. Like I, I really, truly barely get a bad, you know, comment here and there, but that's for social media. But like with the other, you know, moms that I actually meet and stuff like that, like I said, I don't know their story. And I think that if anyone has to really, but it took me a while. Don't, don't get me wrong. I wasn't this strong in my twenties. Uh, I mean, now my sister literally calls me a pit boss. Cause she's like, Jessica, <laughs> and I, go, I just don't care. Like it doesn't, it used to bother me, but if it bothers me now that will take away, I'll, I'll be grumpy. I'll take away from my husband. I'll take away from my kids. And I can't allow this outside noise, you know, get to me because it doesn't matter. Like in the end, I'm not going to be on my deathbed being like, oh my gosh, remember those nasty comments or remember that mom, that blah, blah, blah. Like none of that matters. And I think when you have a few wake up calls, um, you know, in life, whether it be, I mean, for me, there was some, you know, personal family stuff last year with, you know, family members and little scares here and there. And it kind of gives you clarity. And you just have to like really look within, within your circle, within what's really important to you, because these people that you don't know, that don't know you, don't know your story, you know, it's like, even if you go to the store and there's like a bitchy sales clerk or whatever like that, you don't know her day. You don't know what she went through. You don't know anything. Like I, I'm not, I just keep going, you know, you just keep moving forward. You don't sit there and dwell on stuff because it doesn't do anything. I mean, stress is like the number one killer, you know, and I have, you know, I suffer from a little anxiety. So it's, it's something I just don't allow anymore. And it's just a decision I made. And, and believe me, I don't wake up every morning thinking like, I'm going to be positive. No, like yesterday I had a bad day, you know, and I, I wake up to this message from my dad and my dad was like, he named all the things that he was grateful for. And that was out of the blue. And I was like, dad, who is not sensitive by the way. And it <laughs> was like, wow, you know, in this time and you're this positive and you sent me this message, it kind of just gave me a pep in my day up. Like, oh my gosh, you are right. We have this, we have that. Like what? No, like it's good. I'm going to move forward. I cannot stop and, you know, hear all the noise. Like you just have to keep going because it, it doesn't matter. And if people are talking about you, by the way, or commenting on you they're actually just your fans (laughs) you know (laughs) it's so true yeah Yeah. right I mean the most I get my dms which I'm still shocked but sometimes I get a random dick pic (laughs) oh yeah I know same you're like okay really I know I get it's like the random hitting on yeah I know or I get someone like you know randomly will be like oh you don't push your son enough do you not love him as much as you love your daughter I'm like wow Wow, that's a that's a real serious like that takes some balls to ask that kind of question. I know, and I just but I think it's funny and I and I wrote them back and I said, Well, no, today I actually love Sophie more. <laughs> but tomorrow's a different story. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Today she's being the better kid. Yeah, well yeah. I mean, and you know, I love it. You said you kinda laugh it off. You don't really yeah. let the noise get to you and you no. know, obviously I used to. I used to. I'm not do not I used to big time where it really would make me sick. Right. 
but I think it's great that you share that because it's like we all go through those things and especially being in the public eye and everything else. I've felt those moments too. And I had really hard, you know, times, especially, you know, in my twenties, the same, and even, you know, going into early thirties. And I think it's so awesome that you share that like you did struggle and it took you time to get to where you are and to be able to ignore the noise and to be where you are and be happy and like laugh about it and be, you know, confident in your own skin as a mama and as a woman and you know wife and everything else because again it takes time I think people look at things especially with social media and they just think everything happens overnight and it's like you have no idea the blood sweat and tears it took for me to get to where I am and I'm where I'm still going yeah nothing nothing was given to me I literally had to go out I worked for free uh, so many times. My own radio show, I was on Sirius XM for seven years. I did five days a week, two hours a day. I knew I wanted to get in radio. They looked at me when um, Sirius XM was out in LA, which is obviously not anymore. And they were like, you don't have any radio experience. You don't have this. You don't have that. I did a test run. I did okay. They, I came on as like a guest, not even a guest host. Like I did little segments on every show on Sirius XM for free for wow. six months. Yep. Yep. Until I kept improving, improving, listening to the other hosts. And I was like, okay, this is before kids, obviously. But I was like, I can do this. I can do this. And sure enough, you know, I ended up being employed for almost seven years, well, six years, because the first year I did for free. But like <laughs> for six years, I was employed and I had a job every day and I did something I absolutely loved. I traveled with it. I did so much. And it was, you know, happy to say I did that on my own. Yeah. Right. You made that happen. And I think that's such a great message for the listeners and especially moms who feel like maybe they can't make something happen or it feels too daunting or it feels too scary or, you know, they're never going to attain it. It's like, if you tell yourself that, then yes, that's what's going to be. But if you actually go for it, like you're saying, you know, you never know, of course, what the outcome is going to be, but like, why not go for it? And I've always had that mindset too, is like, why not just do it and like see what happens and just ride the wave and see what you learn from it and continue to progress. And, you know, it's like, same with me when I do my TV segments on TV, like when I started, you know, four years back or so, like when I was doing all the different branded segments on different shows, like I wasn't being paid for anything. And I was doing all these different things for press and exposure and, you know, just to get my name out there and to be seen as an expert in fashion and beauty and lifestyle. And now like I'm being requested to be on, it's like such a difference of like, Oh yeah. Begging to be on to now actually having people come to me and be like, Oh, we'd love for you to come and showcase and share your expertise and this and that. It's like such a different world. But like you said, it takes time and it takes building up and putting yourself out there and, you know, really just kind of allowing yourself to fall and seeing what happens. And just uh, some quick, I know we have to wrap up here, but just some quick advice for moms out there that want to do more. Cause I do have a lot of people that message me, whether it be the blog, Instagram, um, Facebook, you know, that say, Oh, I live out here and there's no opportunity this or that. Um, get your words out. If you have a lot to say, you have a craft, you have anything that you want to just put out there, you know, building a website, you can literally do that on your own. You can make your own blog. You can start your own thing. You can do your little shop. Like look at the resources that we do have now today with like just technology itself. Um, you know, cause I, I, I do feel for a lot of these women that want to do more, uh, and yeah. they can. And so I, I definitely just think whatever you're good at, everyone's good at something like, that's right. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not crafty. I'm not, I don't cook well. I don't like, <laughs> art wise. I don't have any of that talent, but I used what I did have. And, you know, I, I, I made a career out of it. And if you just want to start small, like my sister-in-law lives in Wisconsin, you know, and she's so good at like remaking these, um, home stuff or she has this beautiful farmhouse and I said, Linnea, you need to go and sell that stuff. Like she buys it for like nothing and fixes it up and looks like something you'd buy at Pottery Barn, you know? Yeah. Like, there are just so many ways if you want to do something, just know that, you know, start an Instagram page, start a feed, start looking up. I, I just want to give, you know, that kind of advice to. No, I think that's such great advice and yeah. inspiration because you're right. So many do feel like they can't 
make anything happen. And again, it's not overnight and it is going to take consistency and constantly pushing and doing everything. But if you really want it, I agree with you. And that's why I love following you and everything with your journey. It's like, you really showcase that and you really push for that. And it's like, if you really want it, you can have it. And if it's not that it'll be something else and it'll turn into something else. And I think that that's such a beautiful message, especially for moms who feel stuck or who feel like, you know, I have to choose one or the other. It's like, no, you don't. And, and you, it may not look like what you think it's going to look like, but you still can do, you know, all different things if you allow yourself to, and you set yourself up to. And I think that's like the bigger message of like what you share and why so many, you know, do follow you and, and, you know, feel community from you and, you know, myself included, because it's like, yes, it's very encouraging to be like, okay, um, she's not getting her work done during the day with her children for the most part, but she's making it happen. And, you know, behind the scenes, she might be exhausted and not sleeping, but like, that's the price she's choosing to pay right now to make things happen. And like, look at all the amazing things she's doing. And I think that's the point of it is like, there is no perfect picture. There is no perfect layout when it comes to all this, especially with entrepreneurship and motherhood. And I'm learning that and navigating that. And it's just like, giving yourself that grace, but also saying to yourself, I can freaking do it and I can be inspired and I can inspire myself. Yeah, exactly. You, I mean, you nailed it on that. And yeah, it, when I say I don't sleep, I really don't, but I plan to retire by the time <laughs> I'm 40 and thank goodness for filters. I'm telling you. Oh, I, I was know, like, you look so right? good. I'm like, yeah, it's that sparkle filter on Instagram. It's that like, sparkle filter. I know. Yeah, I Especially can, I right now. We're all hot messes. My lash extensions have fallen out. My nails look Drop like, it. I don't know why. I'm literally on this phone looking at my nails right now and my lashes are done. I'm like, I'm going to come out of quarantine with my natural hair color. No I lashes. I feel you. I, I you know. know. Like, the struggle is so real, but it's like, it's true. Yeah. Like, filters and everything, you know, it's like, it's like, Hey, you know, you can use it to make yourself look a little less of a hot mess, but like, Just I decent. love that you're Just <laughs> I love that you're honest about like, Hey, I don't really sleep, but I choose that to be able to continue to further my businesses and be able to do what I'm doing. And I think that's the difference. And I think that's where like that community and that, you know, supporting each other comes from is knowing like we're all doing our best and we're all doing it different ways. There is no one size fits all. There is no one program to subscribe to. It's what works for you, what works for your family, what works for everything you're doing. And that exactly. goes back to motherhood, but also with, like you said, with you being an entrepreneur, like it's like, you're doing the different things to make things work in your own way. That doesn't work for everyone. Exactly. Some people need, yeah, yeah, totally. And that's totally, totally fine. Like I said, you don't know when someone's story, you don't know what they have to deal with on this and that just, just be kind to one another, maintain these relationships, be a good human. I swear it does go a long way. I'm not kidding. No, and it yeah, does. And not everyone... that with you, you know, like I said, like you actually practice what you preach and I'm not just saying that because you're on my show, but it's like, I've been following you for quite some time and I've watched all the different things you're doing and your own involvements and your own brand and everything. And you can see like what you share, what you inspire, what you create, especially for lifting up other women and for other moms, you can see that like you genuinely mean it and you genuinely share it and you continue to preach that and practice that. And I think that's where, you know, you really do see the magic, especially with, with women and motherhood and the actual lifting up versus, you know, just saying you'll support them or actually tearing them down or whatever it might be. And I agree with you. It does come back tenfold. You know, it, it, you may not get, you may not, you know, get it right away. You also shouldn't expect it. But it, I, I'm a firm believer, like what you put out into the universe, you get back. 100%. 100%. Um, and then I just want to tell uh, everyone, I am uh, launching flashbacks on pod, or wow, I don't even remember my podcast name. Uh, Action Park <laughs> Media. Uh, Action Park Media. Uh, very excited. Kevin Conley started the network um, not that long ago, and he asked me to come on board, which was a huge honor. And it's literally just good old talk. It's not technically about, you know, the mom's face, uh, what's going on in the world, this and that. It is just literally flashbacks to having these celebrities in talking about their walk of shame stories, oh my God, I love it. stories, um, bad dates, uh, you name it. Like, it's just lighthearted, fun humor. Uh, I had the former Bachelorette on talking about the fantasy suite. I had... 
um, Adrian Janik, who now is the host of Overhaul and talking about being the original Fanta girl and what she did in her modeling days. Like, it's literally. I love it. I can't wait to listen. It sounds like such a fun, like hilarious, different type of show that like we all know. It's like a lot of my playmate friends are on it. Influencers, models, celebrities, you name it. But again, the most lighthearted, fun, please don't take it that seriously. If you just want a good laugh, uh, <laughs> check it out. It's, it's called Flashbacks on uh, Action Park Media. No, I love that. And I was going to say, like, but, you know, if I, 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 before I let you go, I just wanted really quick, because you are a mama of two and such a boss babe, and you obviously knowing I am pregnant with my second girl and, you know, having her soon, you know, in May, I just wanted to know, like, do you have any tips for myself and and other mamas as you transition from becoming a mom of one to two, especially as an entrepreneur that you would want to share with myself and my audience? Going from one to two was the hardest thing ever. (laughs) I love the honesty. I love the honesty. I'm not going to lie. Oh my gosh. Especially with breastfeeding. Um, Yeah, my son stop breastfeeding at almost the age of two, by the way, um, exclusively because yeah, Amelia was breastfeeding for 22 months. She like weaned off like about a month and a half ago. Okay. My first was so picky that I like cried, felt shame, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so with Jake, I was like, okay, I'm not giving him a bottle pass by or anything. It's just going to be me. Cause I, I didn't want to be rejected again. Like my daughter rejected me. Aww. So nope, nope, nope. That means he, uh, he, I had to wean him. I have never, I couldn't leave overnight for 22. Yeah, almost 22 months. He At 23 months, I left because I was in a wedding in Mexico for three days. And it was the first time. And that's when I was like, I'm weaning you off. Like, I'm done. My husband's like, Jessica, I can't stand the fact she just walks up to you, pulls your shirt down. He goes, it's just, <laughs> and I go, what? This is natural. And he was just like, it's time. Like, because I mean, he was just, he would watch TV and literally just pull my shirt and pull my boob. And I'm like, okay, dude. <laughs> Like it got weird. I, it got a little bit like, okay, I, I think I need my independence as well. I wanted my body back. Um, and yeah, again, honestly, after I quit breastfeeding, I think I gained 12 pounds. So I really wanted to stick him back on the boob, to be honest. Cause I was like, what is this? But um, yeah, my advice is just know it's going to get better. It is going to be hard. That transition, you'll have guilt with your other daughter thinking like, oh, I'm not giving you enough attention or, you know, why does baby get to be in your room? And why, I mean, there was so like, I just felt bad for like my first baby for a minute, but then watching her really bond with the baby, like holding him and treating him like a little baby, uh, just don't don't get mad at her for anything. Like if the baby's about to, like, I don't want to say drop, but you know, if she's not holding him maybe correctly, just so like just adjust, just be very as calm as you can especially with your first daughter um because I, I remember one time when I say drop like Sophie kind of you know his head was a little bit it just wasn't a good snare and I kind of like I don't want to say snap but I kind of just jerked really fast like Sophie and it broke her it broke her. I know this sounds really dumb advice but it was a moment that I was like oh my gosh and she didn't want to hold him for the rest of the week and I was like dang it mom what you know I was mad at myself but um so yeah, just be patient, obviously, in that, um, that sense, um, get him out of his, <laughs> I mean, I kept my son in my bed the first three months because I'd roll over and stick my boob in his mouth and it was just easy for me, but I kind of regret not putting him in his crib because, uh, he still has issues till this day. Um, <laughs> I, I, uh, what else? Oh, get out. Don't, you know, or well, we're in a different world right now, but I, I put him in that baby Bjorn or Tua or whatever you have. And I, I wore that kid like no other. I didn't stop. I kept going. Um, it, it was the easiest time to do stuff when he was so little like that. Yeah. So definitely take advantage of that before four month mark, get some stuff done. Uh, <laughs> and I don't want to hear like, Oh, sleep when the baby sleeps. I have never done that. I'm like, okay, my dishes need to be done. I need to answer this email. I need this. I need that. I need that. And that's like, I probably should have slept, but that's just me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, my, I mean, again, I, I possibly won a third, so it wasn't that bad. <laughs> but like, um, I'm, I'm contemplating doing it again. So it wasn't yeah. so bad. <laughs> yeah. And having these two, like giving them a sibling, like I'm one of 10. So I know the, how important it is and seeing their love now makes, I mean, it's all a blur. I don't, I, I can't even tell you like what it was like when I first had Jake or, Sophie even it was just it's just kind of a blur and now it's just like you know the happy moments and I mean you never regret it so 
Right. No, they're like the the love of your life. Well, and I wanted to ask you like, so, you know, I'm obviously obsessed with, you know, my daughter, Amelia Ray, and I feel like she's literally like the thing that makes me the happiest the most. And like, I, like I, I look back and wonder like, wow, why did I wait so long to actually become a mom and, you know, have her? And oh my gosh. I see the same thing. Right. You're like, oh my God, why did I wait so long? Like you're just the most amazing, perfect thing ever. I can be having the shittiest day. And then I look at you and it's all okay. Yeah, no, I, that, that makes you a fantastic mom, by the way. Um, um I, I get mad because I've done my husband since I was 24 and I told him, I don't want kids in my thirties and I don't, yeah. you know, and he's, he's 41 now I'm 36. We have a two and a four year old and he's like, literally like, you know, we're, like I said, contemplating on that third, but then I'm thinking, gosh, we're kind of, we're getting up there. Like <laughs> what, what more can we oh, do? you're still young and you guys are still young at heart, by the way, like you work and everything you're doing. I mean, age is just a number now it's like it's really about your mindset and whatever you know you want to do but like it you know it's true I was the same way you know Justin my husband you know he were from New York he followed me to LA you know a decade ago now and when we first came out you know and we were engaged and everything and like he proposed you know like 10 months after being out here and he said to me like I just want a family I just want you know, us to have a life together and this and that. And I was like, I just want my career. My career is my baby. I'm focused on celebrity styling. I just want to focus on that fashion, fashion, fashion. And when I think back now, I'm like, wow, I was so focused on my career and so afraid to let go of that. And like that being my baby that like, I couldn't even think about being a mom during that time. And now I'm like, wow, what did I wait for? Like, I, I, I love being a mom and I love that I get to, like you said, like share and be an entrepreneur and be in this space and have all these different opportunities with her and without her and, and do all these things. And I'm just like, it's crazy. And I'm going to be, you know, 35 this summer and we've debated if it'll be two or three and, you know, we're not really sure. And obviously we'll see after we have the second one, but it's just, it's just wild to me how, you know, you do think like when you're twenties, like, Oh my God, you know, I could never do that. And I can't give this up. But then it's like, you actually get into that space and you go, but really like, I'm not really giving anything up. And if anything, like in my opinion, like you're just gaining. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. You have a great outlook on all of this. So you're going to do great. Oh, thanks babe. Well, I was going to say like, what, what advice do you have going from one to two? Just keep my expectations low <laughs> work. Listen, Allie, Allie, listen, I don't set the bar that high. So when anything really good happens, <laughs> when anything really good happens, like I'm excited. Okay. I feel you. I feel you. So I, I can't, the advice I give is just, uh, you know, don't like, don't wait like till the day's over, like live in that moment because I don't know. I would always be like, Oh my gosh, I can't wait till, you know, tomorrow. No, no, don't say that because tomorrow's never always going to be there or perfect or whatever. Just kind of live in that moment because you're never going to get it back. You know, even the shit diapers up his back. Um, even like, (laughs) you know, looking like I catch a glimpse of myself in the mirror. I'm like, Oh my gosh, who am I? You know, I haven't brushed my teeth in days. I haven't like this, that, that, whatever, all that's a blur. And you are just at this moment, it is, you're just, you know, this human is surviving and you're the one doing it. It's fine. It's okay. Like don't, and don't look at social media and look at these moms that look absolutely perfect. Like after having babies, and uh, I, I think that's a poor it's not fair. Like it's not fair, you know? Um, if you look great, fantastic, but you know, let's, let's be relatable. Let's be real here. Let's, let's, let's uplift each other. If you're hot and you, your body bounce right back. Great. Fantastic. Share your tips, you know, say no, it wasn't easy. Say no, yeah. I did gain weight. Say no, the birth sucked, you know, and if you don't want to get personal, well, that's fine too. But right. uh, just, if we just continue just to be real good humans, we're good. It's fine. It's all good. Yeah. No, I love that. I think that's such great advice. And, and I, I did go down that rabbit hole when I had Amelia and, and, and went way too much into the social rabbit hole of why isn't my body bouncing back? And why don't I look like that? And why do I look like a hot mess? And I think that's really good advice, especially going into having baby girl number two is like, lower the bar, lower the expectation. It's going to be an even hotter mess with having two and working from home. And oh yeah. You. Your, bo- your body definitely won't look like after the first one. I'll tell oh, you that too. And my body didn't even look good after the first one. My body like didn't even, I didn't shed the weight until like 10 months in. And that was when the breastfeeding, like all of a sudden the calories started, you know, really adding up like, you know, from how much, you know, I was breastfeeding and like the constant 
workout of my body. And all of a sudden it was just all falling off and people were like, Oh my God, are you going to the gym? And I was like, I've been to the gym in a year. Are you kidding? Like, you know, it was like, I just started seeing it happen from the way our bodies work, but I didn't have a bounce back and I had an unexpected, you know, C-section and all these things. And my, you know, I looked nothing like what I thought I was going to look like after I had Amelia and what I had seen, you know, online and social media and movies and everything else. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't even like, whatever. I still wear spangs. I still, if my jeans don't fit, you know what? I can buy new ones. Who cares? Yes, I love like, that. I'm just, That's I'm over it. Advice. I'm so over it. I'm in my mid thirties. My kids are happy. I feel good. I feel successful. I don't need to be a certain size to make anyone happy, but myself like, yes, be healthy. But you know what? I choose not, I don't want to live in a gym. I don't want to be that like for, you know, and the people that do take care of their bodies, like better than me, obviously, you know, <laughs> Hey, that, that takes like, you know, that takes like, what am I saying? Um, like, like good. I don't have that. I wish I had that. Right, dry. Yes. More, power, know, but, more power to yeah. them, but then you yeah, know, more power to too, like, then that's their happy place. And that's what they enjoy. And I I'm with you. Like I'm, I've never been a fitness person. I I'm working out a bit more in this pregnancy to just make my labor easier and to feel more comfortable. Yeah. But I've never been someone who like was like, Oh my God, I love the gym. I love fitness. It's never been, nope. yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Okay, Allie, I got to get going because my kids are, I promised them the park by my house. Yes, real mom life. Go ahead. Go ahead and plug yourself, Jessica. Thank you so much for being on. Tell us everywhere we can find you. Anything else you want to share before you leave? Uh, Yeah, you guys can follow me on Instagram at I am Jessica Hall. Same on Twitter and Facebook is official Jessica Hall. And uh, you can check out my blog at sleeplessmom.com and flashbacks on Action Park Media Group coming soon. Yay. Thank you so much. Jessica. You were amazing. Enjoy Thank your you. day and talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. bye. Allie.